So yeah, everyone's pissed off because it it's kind of seems like she's built she's built this brand on cultural appropriation. Yeah, Alaria Baldwin, this Spanish woman from freaking Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome to Too Much, our podcast about well, whatever. From issues of the world to topics of lesser grandeur, we've got you covered with a little bit too much to say about everything. So let's start the show. I'm 2021, here to outdo 2020, Michael. And I'm really into macrame, Cody. Macrame. <laughs> sure. What have you been up to since the beginning of the year? Um, nothing. Just more hibernating at home. Hibernating. I, I was love telling that word. you the other day that um, sometimes I forget it's winter. Yeah, because you don't have to go into an office anymore. Working from home is the best thing ever. Exactly. Everyone who's like, I want to go back into the office. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Okay, I do want to go back into the office, but I just don't, I don't miss walking to the office in the dead of winter. Yeah, exactly. I don't miss the office. I don't want to see your face. I don't, I didn't have any friends there. You were my co-worker. We were never friends. Just because we had lunch every day doesn't mean I miss you. Every day. <laughs> Jesus. God. No, I miss my co-workers. I miss seeing people. I miss interacting with people. I miss, like, the energy of being in an office. I work in TV, so there's, like, a certain amount of, like, hustle and bustle in a building that, like, makes television shows and stuff like that. So I really, I really do miss it. Yeah, I mean, it is nice, the energy in the office and all, but... Whenever I'm working, I'm so laser focused on the task at hand that I don't really have time for chit chat and I don't want it. I'm, see, working at home, I'm way less focused than I would be in the office. I'm just as focused because if I'm doing the work, I'm not focused on watching a show or tweeting or anything on Instagram. I'm just doing what I have to do. When I'm done, then I'll go take my break and do whatever. I treat it like I'm at work still. Because you're self-disciplined like that. I am not self-disciplined. It's not even that I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this instead or do this. It's just like, if I'm at home, I just want to do nothing. You know what I noticed when I started working from home last year? I would take more breaks at work and check Instagram and just talk on the phone than I would when I'm at home. I was more productive at home than I was in the office. Interesting. Yeah, I'd be at work and I'll be like, okay, this is getting on top of my nerves and I'm on my phone for like a good hour. Then I'll go back and try to finish whatever. I mean, I would take breaks at work, but I definitely am way more distracted at home. No. Because at work, it's like you can only do so much. It's like you just have your phone there and then the work computer, that's it. But then I would like take a break and like go for a walk. I'd go for coffee like seven times a day or something. Oh, so well. someone will pop up at my desk and be like, hey, I'm going for coffee. You want to join? And I'll be like, okay. Then the next You worked minute, in like an office office. What do you mean? Well, it was an office, but it was very laid back. Yeah. Like I can't, I couldn't just walk around and go get coffee like a hundred times a day. Like maybe once in the morning, once in the afternoon. That's it. It's like you, there's things to be done and they need to be done by a certain time. Same without us, but it's like everyone does their thing. So no one really cares. Oh, no, 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 no. People would be like, we're just going for a walk. Want to go to the mall and come back or something? No. Like, we'd have a morning meeting and then I'd need to get things done by, like, say, 12 o'clock. So it's like, if you want to run and get a coffee right after the meeting, then let's do that. And then I have to do this thing and it's due by one. Enough about work. That's stressing me out. (laughs) (laughs) 
what have you been doing? Like, what have you been watching apart from Nurse Jackie? God knows I can't stand that. Oh, Nurse Jackie, it's almost done. I'm in the seventh season. It's getting close to the end. That show is so good. I'm so glad that I, like, discovered it so many years after it went off the air. Um, but that's that's pretty much it. I've been actually, like, working a lot lately. On what? On, like, my work. That's good. So you're you're busy. Good. Yeah, so I feel like I haven't been... I haven't been watching as much TV as I usually do. I'm really trying to remember what I've been watching for the past week. I don't know what I've watched. Oh, I watched Watchmen. I finished that series. It's on HBO Max. It was really good. I... I liked it. It was okay. I wanted to see more of that guy. Sorry, what's his name? Um, Yaya Abdul-Mateen. I don't know his real name, but Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, that's his name. I want to yeah, see yeah. more of him. He was walking around naked all the time. I was like, okay, HBO, work. HBO likes to sprinkle a little bit of something here and there. Yeah, bunch of nudity. A tease. Uh, it was a good show. I. It was weird. It's like, if you guys know black history, you know about Tulsa, and you know about the black Wall Street, and within a matter of like 24 hours... White supremacist decimated the entire city and killed all the black people there because they just didn't like the idea that freed slaves were like owning businesses, having money and thriving. And in this universe, the new president that they have now is like giving reparations. If you're a descendant of Tulsa and your ancestors were slaughtered, yada, 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 you got reparations, enough money to like start a business, buy a house and, you know, have a good life and then you'd have white supremacists who were like i'm tired of apologizing for my ancestors sins and i don't like the idea that these black people are getting this money to start over and they started like attacking police officers who were protecting the black people and it went on and on and to the point where police officers had to start wearing masks because they were being targeted and their families were being targeted and killed it was very interesting but also not a great show. It wasn't amazing. <laughs> hmm. It's interesting because they, um, I think they were nominated for the most Emmys last year and they also won the most. Last year, I believe um, Schitt's Creek won the most. Or was it, is it daytime? Oh, maybe. Year before. No, I think overall because like Schitt's Creek swept the comedy categories they oh, won every comedy award comedy, okay. but like Watchmen had like a lot of technical awards as well they won best limited series Vegina won um, Yaya won good for them people. that's good so apparently it was the best show of the year I didn't hate the show however I do see some weirdness in it that I just couldn't follow and it took too long for it to be revealed it reminded me a bit of Lovecraft County where it just the storytelling just took way too long and then they tried to wrap everything up in the last two episodes and I didn't like that. Mm. They're trying to like build up to something. It was getting annoying. <laughs> like really annoying. Imagine if it was like a full show with like 12 episodes and multiple seasons. Oh, I've been watching Drag Race because that came out on the 1st of January. New season. Yeah, season 13. Season 13. Lucky number 13. Uh, I did a whole... I do a weekly recap of it or reaction review, whatever you want to call it, on my YouTube channel. But 
I don't really say everything that's on my mind in the moment because I'm watching it and I'm reacting in the moment. And I sometimes miss things and I probably have to rewatch stuff to really get it. And um, I try to be so PG on my YouTube channel, guys. PG? <laughs> I try to mm. be. <laughs> because people are so fucking sensitive. Oh my god. So what did you think of the premiere? The premiere was trash. Yeah, it was trash. They had a whole thing where they had um, 13 girls come in and they did six separate lip syncs. And it was just monotonous at, at one point. I was over it. And it's not like all lip syncs were great. Some of them were just not even good at all. <laughs> like the one between Utica and Got Mick was trash. They, if I were a judge, I'd be like, you both are going home today. Except they ended up sending nobody home. Nobody went home. They did this whole dumb thing about who won the lip syncs versus who were in the pork chop loading dock. And they voted a girl off the island. And the next episode came, which was this weekend. And she came back. And it was a whole thing. They did a whole uh, rap challenge runway. And no one went home again. The winner got $5,000. Yeah. So now we're two episodes in. Nobody's gone home. <sighs> Exhausting. Next week, they're going to do the same thing with the losing girls. And then episode four, someone's going to go home. Well, they actually remember they did send home, um, what's her name? Joey, was it Joey J? No, it was Elliot with two T's. Yeah, they sent home Elliot with two T's and then flash forward to the next scene and they're bringing her back. Because we knew they weren't really sending her home because even when they said it, I'm like, it's kind of fucked up. She hasn't even unpacked her suitcases yet and you're just sending her home. What was fucked up is that they made the girls vote her off just based on like first impressions. It's to create drama. That's all it is. But it's interesting because it's like, oh, you want to create drama and over something so like petty and superficial. But then they're like, oh, don't hate on the queens and we're all about positivity this season. And the first three episodes, we're not sending anyone home and you just get to see the girls and enjoy the drag and da 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 da. If that were the case, I wish they would have just done the lip syncs and then based off winners and losers, split them up. Don't do a whole vote anyone off the island part that bit was unnecessary and then do the two ep episodes like episode two and three the way they already planned it yeah i think it would have been that would have been better if they didn't um yeah if they didn't vote a girl off it's just like we're gonna divide you into yeah the good and the bad essentially and see how that works out and then on episode four you can redeem yourself and see if the bads are actually good but yeah, I'm not liking the season so far, if I'm being really honest. I'm not excited about it. There are like a handful of girls that are probably good. And then the rest to me are just a bunch of filler bitches. Like, You think so? Yeah. I think it's a pretty good crop of... Well, I mean, we've I, only seen... The, we've only really seen the, the top six. We've only seen a half. Crop. And on the first episode, looking at everyone, I still don't think a lot of them are good. Like, Who's not good? Oh, let me call names. Elliot with two T's, trash. Um, she's not trash. She's just basic. There's nothing special about her. So if it's not special, we toss it. It's trash. <laughs> uh, let's see. Tamisha, as much as I like her old ass, she's not going anywhere in this competition. Trash. And I'm just being a little harsh, but at the end of the day, I'm talking about the girls who I don't see winning or placing anywhere or even having a good career after Drag Race. 
Tamisha's already had a good career before Drag Race. At her local bar? I don't... Uh, when I say have a good career after Drag Race, I mean these are girls I do not see going on any world tours after Drag Race. I see I them going right paying, back. She's been paying her bills doing drag for 30 years. Okay. If you want to call that a good career, sure. I know people... I mean, she could afford cancer uh, treatment. You don't know if she has a big-ass <laughs> bill to pay for that? I mean, people work at Tim Hortons for 30 years and they pay their bills. Doesn't mean they have a savings account, though. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying. She's she's successful enough. Moving on. Elliot with two Ts. No. Tamisha. No. Uh, shoot, what's her face? As much as she's cute and whatever, I think her star is going to burn out real soon. What's Who? Her? Lux. I don't see her going that far. What? I said what I said. <laughs> You like her. I think she, I think there's already... Everyone thinks she's so cute. She has this great attitude. Her drag is beautiful. She's beautiful. I, just, I think she's going to grow in the competition. Hopefully she does. But first impressions, I'm just saying I think she's going to fizzle out very soon. Uh, who else? I'm forgetting some so many of them. Joey J is another one. Joey J like, is going nowhere. She just seems like a run-of-the-mill girl. Yeah, she, she there's nothing special. And she's the one who came on and said filler queen. Rosé, you're not going anywhere either. Oh, Rosé. That's five of them down. Remind me of a name because I'm forgetting them. I don't remember. Uh, Lala Ree, you're not going that far either. Lala Ree might play seventh or sixth. Yeah, I don't think Lala Ree is going to... Well, that's you... halfway through the competition. Utica, you're not going to be going that far. Uh, So right now I've eliminated half of the girls at seven of them. And Got Mick, the only reason Got Mick will go far is because of her trans storyline. There's no other reason apart from her trans storyline and the fact that she has some nice looking drag. She nice looking drag. She is the fashion queen of the season. As I said, her trans storyline is going to really push her far and the fact that she dresses very well. But a personality, I don't see. Acting chops, I don't see that yet. She does have a personality. She seems really fun. Anyways, as I said, don't see those. Denali's and another basic. B- basic. Denali's going to go home like a Jan. Um, forgot, Mick, I wasn't done with my thought. <laughs> Acting, I don't see it. Personality, I don't see it. Performance, definitely don't see it. Like, she's not good perf- at performing at all. But the girls can grow. Yeah, but I'm talking about what I'm seeing right now. And Simone, if she continues with this basic bitch crackhead shit that she's doing, she's going to go home soon, too. That's what. That's how you know you're crazy. Simone going home soon when people have her Simone for top four. They have her pegged for it, but I'm just saying I'm getting tired of what I'm seeing already, and it's day two. That's you. I'm not tired of it. Well, I'm giving my opinion. I'm just waiting to see if she can act and be funny. Who's your top four? Um, okay. Who are all the girls? I think my top four is Simone, Tina Burner, uh, Candy Muse, and, I don't know, Olivia Lux? So everyone from the last episode, no one, none of the girls from the other episode? No. The girls in the first episode were who? Denali, Tanisha, No and No, Rosé. I don't know. I might be personally biased against Rosé because I just think she's a trash personality. What about Kamora? Utica, meh. Kamora's pretty, but is she going to be 
funny? Is she going to be able to do anything else except be, be pretty? pretty? I think so. I didn't think her lip sync was that bad, to be honest. I thought her lip sync was good. If she won over Tina Burner, it would have been made sense to me. Really? They were neck and neck. It might have helped that she set the expectations on the ground because she said she doesn't lip sync yeah. or like move around or dance. So that could have helped her. But yeah, so far, all I'm doing is waiting for the next episodes to come and see if my mind changes about anyone. And UK premieres this week. Oh, UK premieres. I'm excited for that because everyone looked amazing in their promos for Meet the Queens. So I'm expecting really good fashion. Yeah, I think they're really going to bring it with fashion. Because last season was all about comedy and stuff like that. Some of them were like, meh. But um, I think this season is, is going to step it up a notch. A few notches. Can't wait. But that's that on Drag Race. This week, what are we doing for the episode? Hot topics. Straight throughout. So you guys have been listening to the podcast. Thank you. But if the Too Much podcast isn't enough, there's a whole lot more content on Michael's YouTube. Yeah, I post like every single week and I have literally too much going on over there. Hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, and please drop a comment and tell us what you thought or what you'd like to see Michael do next. Bye. Oh, no. Back to the show. Okay, 2021. It just started. We're a week into the freaking year. Last year was trash. We all admit that. They even created a whole Netflix show about how 2020 was ridiculously horrible. Which was funny. You should watch that. Yeah, I tried watching it, fell asleep halfway through. Not to say the show was bad, but I fall asleep really easily. So that's just that. (laughs) But a week into 2021 and there's so much stuff happening. Crazy. Political stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, white supremacists, they marched on Washington and they took over the Capitol building. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we knew we knew it was going to be rough. We knew January was going to be rough. They have the, the whatchamacallit ceremony. The, the swearing, the swearing in, in on the 20th. Yeah. So we knew leading up to it was going to be like some sketchy business because obviously Trump isn't happy about it and his supporters aren't happy either. But to like really go and take over the building, people died. Yeah, I wasn't expecting all that. And then, like, breaking the windows to get into their own government's building. It's like, wow, America, the the pinnacle of democracy, not so much. I, I know. L- thinking about that whole day, it felt like I was in a movie. Like, this is not real. This is something I would see in one of those movies about the presidency, like london's falling or whatever is falling (laughs) there were pictures online of these freaking weirdos storming the capitol this guy was in nancy pelosi's office feet on her desk he wrote her a message on a folder oh did he he did i saw someone stole a piece of nancy pelosi's mail and there was also somebody stole a podium which i guess was nancy pelosi's podium they have photos of it being sold on ebay I don't know how people, what people, what goes through people's minds when they break into a building, steal stuff, and they think they're going to get away with it. But that's the whole idea of white supremacy. They believe that insurgent is not a thing for them. Them storming this building and breaking down barricades and forcing themselves through security 
to this secured building, it's not wrong for them to do it because they are white. This is their land. Anything that is built on their land belongs to them. They cannot get in trouble for this because the police work for them. Government officials work for them. And in theory, they do. They work for everyone living in the country to protect them and to serve them. But at the end of the day, there are protocols and there are rules. And you cannot just believe that because you are white, you are above all authority. Yeah, that's true. Damn, the rules were really broken. What? And it was so jarring to watch the news and everything. They were attacking reporters. They were throwing things. They were fighting people. And I'm like, Black Lives Matter happened not just like freaking six months ago. Yeah. And police were tear gassing black people and people of color and or or white allies, whatever. Just for standing in the street. Just for standing in the street. Breaking into government There was rubber bullets being fired. People, multiple people lost their eyes for Black Lives Matter. So sad. And they were like, oh, y'all are rioting and... When the riot starts, the shooting... When the looting starts, the shooting, the shooting starts. starts. Yeah. Where was that energy when government officials were being attacked? Exactly. When government buildings were being breached? Yep. It and was it, was, just, it was Donald Trump's... Basically Donald Trump's fault because that morning he had that... Um, rally. Yeah, he had a rally. Basically, like, stirring people up. Like, they're trying to steal the elect... I mean, the election's already happened, but you know what I mean? It's like... This election was unfair. We need to stop this Biden presidency from even starting, et cetera, et cetera. He sent them there because he knew the Senate were voting on their decision to accept the ballots or not. And he was like, go there and do this shit. And at the end of it, when they did it, he was like, his response was kind of like, I'm supposed to tell you to stop. But low-key, I am endorsing this shit. Oh, absolutely. Not even low-key, high-key, I'm... I'm here for it. Sources said he was happy, which of course I believe because he's he's all about ego. So oh, yeah. if he sees people like breaking the law, going through these, going to these extents in, in for his him, name, in his, right? yeah, in his honor, of course he's happy to see that. He's like, yeah, I got voted out, but you never saw any other um, losing party like stir up this much trouble. And the FBI was like, oh, if you have any information on who these people were, please. First of all, you guys can find anything you want. And everyone there was on camera. They were taking photos of themselves and posting it. People were not being afraid to show their face. You have to remember, these supremacists are the same Mm anti-maskers. Half of them weren't even wearing masks. Oh, for sure. So these people were not hiding who they were. Yeah. These people even had militia. They came up in there with freaking guns. I mean, a lot of them have already been arrested and... Char- well, not a lot of them. But they've already started arresting people they've and started. charging them when they got back to their home states. Right. There were ab- about... FBI put out a list of like 60 or a photo of like 60 people. Mm-hmm. And out of that 60 people, I believe three of them were actual government officials. Like... In their states, they were like mayors or governors or some type of shit. Imagine being an elected official and thinking that you can storm a federal government building. That just goes to show that these people in these backwater pastors of the United States are dumb as freaking rocks. You know, in some states, they have like animals as their mayors and shit. 
Yes, but that's a, that's also a mistake to think that it's just dumb people. And that's what happened when in the first election when he's up against Hillary, and everyone said, "Oh, the only people who are going to vote for Donald are the uneducated backwoods people." No, no, I knew that it not... wasn't going to be just those people. They would definitely vote. It's her face, the girl on the View, Megan McCain. People like her, very educated, they're smart. They are still going to vote for Donald, not because, and and it's not because they like Donald to be specific, but it's because Donald is Republican. And no matter what or who the, is at the helm and how disgusting they are, they will always vote Republican because their values mean more to them than like their morals. Yeah, exactly. And values and morals are very different. I used to teach a whole class on this. I could talk to you guys about it for hours, but it's different. And that's why they will always stick to, to Republicans, no matter how the person personally is gross or just horrible. Because it serves them personally. Right. They, w- they don't want higher taxes. They don't want f- pro-choice. So they're going to continue to vote for whoever is... that's all that matters. That's all that matters to them. Yep. But enough about America and their f- stupid-ass democracy. Let's talk about something more lighthearted. Lighthearted? Like Kim and Kanye breaking up. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it's for real this time. You think so? I think so. Since the news broke, Kim Kardashian put out a post and it was just like her having drinks with the crew of keeping up with the Kardashians in her backyard. So it's hard to tell. She hasn't really given any breath to it. I think the love the love left a long time ago and I think she's just such a like say what you want about Kim but I think she's a good mother and she cares a lot about her kids and she was just trying to keep like what? a family unit together for them for the sake of the kids. But I think at this point, that's why she stayed through all the political garbage and et cetera, et cetera. Oh, the reports did say that the political thing was what broke her back. Like, she's like, I can't stay with this man after this dumb shit. For sure. And the thing is, I think in the beginning, they were so well matched. It was like, oh, here's two like superficial, self-obsessed people. But I think Kim has matured a lot. Oh, she's growing because she's trying to become a lawyer. She's trying to do all these... Uh, human rights things for people in prison and all of that but when Kanye is still for lack of a better word crazy he's still going through a lot mentally he's he's trying to find Christ but at the same time he's calling himself Jesus uh, he's so focused on money and power when at the same time saying that it doesn't matter but yet every minute he reminds you how rich he is yeah and saying that he needs to like he is going through a lot mentally. Meanwhile, she has matured and progressed. She's now a mother of four. That's the most important thing to her. She's a way better businesswoman than she was when they got together. True. It's like she's, a, she's in a completely different spot in her life than he is. Those um, memes going around about him and Jeffree Star were hilarious, though. Yeah, the day after the, this news, then all of a sudden trending on Twitter, Jeffree Star and Kanye West. In a relationship. Yeah, Kanye cheated on Kim with Jeffree Star. Like, give me a break. I do not see that ever happening, but hey, stranger things have happened. Yeah, that I definitely don't believe happened. Uh, Do you think Kim is seeing someone? Mm, No. No? No. I think she's too smart. Even if she's seeing someone, I think she's too smart to let anyone know. She just seems like a very committed person. Eh, I don't know about that. She was married for like 72 hours, wasn't she? I know, but I just or think seventy-two that, days or something. Like she wouldn't. I don't think she would cheat in a marriage unless there was an understanding. 
I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there was an understanding with her and Kanye because Kanye spent a lot of time in Wyoming with his um, little twink uh, beige designer friend. Like people have been speculating, the streets have been talking for years. Wow, that's a whole other story, I guess. A whole lot of but again, that's Kanye, not Kim. Right. I just don't see it for her. Hmm. She cares too much about the kids. I think it would just be too messy for that to happen. Yeah, but. That's their business, and I hope it works out for the kids' sakes. What do you think about um, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky together? You know, the first time I saw them together was years ago for some type of campaign they were doing. Was it for Valentino? I don't remember. They've done a bunch of stuff together. Like he he's done some stuff for like Fenty. He no, this is way Fenty before skin, Fenty. Like, but they've also like collaborated several times on music together. Before the music, this was like a fashion thing many years ago they were both like the face of that brand Hmm. and i saw them together and i thought they look really cute together but then my thought was he wasn't that big she was still rihanna and i just thought he was a little too young for her how young is he no like she is probably four years older than him but i felt like she needed someone a little bit more mature and someone a little bit more grounded mm. he was like a young rapper just trying to dip it and do it yeah so i didn't think at the time he was good for her yeah now i really don't know him still but if she's happy then go for it because to be honest i don't see rihanna as a type to want to settle down when at first when i first heard about it like the rumors around christmas time i guess i was like i think people are just making stuff up because they've been friends forever yeah but then now there's pictures of them like in the caribbean like on a yacht together because remember that first picture came out in it and she was like wearing a hood yeah i couldn't even like how do you know this is rihanna i couldn't tell who the hell were under the the freaking coats yeah but now you fully see her face and him and her like walking onto a yacht and this and that it's like okay you guys are probably dating yeah, it's just weird that his sex tape leaked uh, like a couple of years ago. And it so it was so trash. It was trash. And now I feel like now I know what type of sex Rihanna is getting. And everyone would always assume because Rihanna is so sexual and hot that her sex life would be fire. And now I'm like, this is the guy you're having sex with? And I know the type of sex he actually gives. No, I think, so... I, think it, I think it probably still is fire. I don't think she's going to accept garbage. <laughs> you think... So he like he's probably learning so much right now. Probably. Like, whoever gets him next is should pray to Rihanna because she's probably teaching him a thing or two. <laughs> probably. Because, yeah, that sex tape was trash. It was just like, wow, what, like, a s- typical straight man who thinks they're, like, so hot and attractive and, like, is really putting it down in the bedroom. Yeah, he felt like he didn't have to like, try. This is, what, this is what you're giving? And then he wanted to act like, oh, you know, that's not what I give all the time. It's just, like, she didn't really mean much to me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sure Rihanna is teaching you a lot of things that you never knew anything about. I hope the sex is better for you because it's certainly better for Rihanna. Good for them. But speaking of another couple, now this couple, Rihanna and him, they're like just starting off together. This couple is breaking up. It's Dr. Dre and his wife, Nicole Young. Mm. Well, estranged wife. Now, we all know she was like asking for $2 million a month in spousal support. Just ludicrous foolishness buffoonery dr dre is almost a billionaire he's worth like 800 and something million dollars yeah and he's still he's still working so he's still making money yeah so it's not ridiculous she was married to him for like nearly 20 years so i don't care i don't like i don't agree with that stuff anyways (laughs) he was fighting it 
uh, she was adamant that she wanted the money. She was getting like all of his concubines to like come and testify against him, but he paid them off. So they said no. He had a brain aneurysm. <laughs> Sorry, earlier this year. And in the hospital, I guess he decided, let me just try to make something happen here because this is stressing me out. He offered to pay her $2 million. Not a month, but like as a pre-settlement type of thing, a temporary spousal support. Yeah. But she she wanted the $2 million per month plus $5 million for her lawyer fees. $5 million for lawyers? Be- because she probably has a whole company on retainer. But $5 million? But he's saying, I'm giving you $2 million temporarily, so pay whatever you have to pay with that. I'm not giving you any more money until we come to a resolution. Is she still being too greedy? And what do you think is fair? She has like two or three kids with him. I told you, I don't agree with like the whole spousal support. You need to maintain the lifestyle that you've become accustomed to. Hold up. Wait a minute. Knowing the lifestyle you have right now, if you were to be with someone in a year and they're going to take you from this lifestyle that you're whatever you're making, not going to get into your pocket and they're going to have you flying to freaking Japan for lunch and living in 25,000 square feet of real estate and just having the best of everything and you not working and you just looking a certain way and being pampered all the time and going to certain events. And then 20 years down the line, they leave you. And this is all you've known for two decades Raising your kids in this lifestyle, uh, living this lifestyle, your your new friends are in the lifestyle. Do you not want to continue? Do you want to go back to what where you were twenty years ago? I just don't know if that's fair. You don't even have a career anymore because you're no longer working. So they should just be like, well, you don't, you didn't, never contributed to this relationship financially. So get out and whatever you have in the bank that you came in with, which is probably what. 50,000, maybe 20,000. I I kind of get spousal support. So, why are you. Especially if you're raising kids. But if the kids are grown, then I don't think you should be getting that much. She doesn't need to be getting millions from him every month. I feel like it is fair for him to give her a million dollars a month. A million dollars a month. For the next five years. And then what after that? Nothing? Great. No, if she remarries at any point, then he doesn't have to give her anything. Yeah, but I asked you about after five years. After five years, we put it down to 400000 a month. All right. I mean, I don't know what someone's spending a million dollars a month on. Uh, When they have these big mansions, it takes a lot of money to actually upkeep it. So maybe she shouldn't buy a big mansion when she moves out. Oh, so you expect her to move from a 25,000 square foot home... To a 2,000 square foot apartment? Something. Okay, you're ridiculous. You can get very nice condos for not... So she should move from her house in Beverly Hills to a condo. Lots of rich people live in condos. What do you mean? Rich people live in hotels. No. She could take the... If she lived in New York, sure. She could take the one million, one month salary, basically... And buy a place with that million dollars and it would be a nice place. She has to pay taxes on it. Okay. She has to pay maintenance fees 
She has to buy food. She has to survive. Yeah, this is not adding up to a million dollars a month to me. She needs to keep on living the lifestyle, going to Tiffany's for freaking breakfast, buying... I'm sure he's not taking all her clothes from her. Man, you're mean. <laughs> you are an evil man. I, I pray for whoever marries your ass. That's just the way I see it. I don't know. Did you hear about this Alaria Baldwin situation? No, what happened? Okay, so Alaria Baldwin is Alex Bal- Alex Alec? Yeah, Alec. Yeah, Not it's Alex. Alec. Alec Baldwin's wife and mother of some of his children. So she has always said that she was born in Spain and is a Spanish woman. Okay. People just found out that she was actually born in Boston. What? Yeah. So Boston. People are acting like she's... Well, I mean, it seems like she's been parading as a Spanish woman her whole career. I guess she thought it made her um, exotic and different. Exactly. So Everyone's get... like, you're just Hillary Baldwin from Boston, <laughs> not not Alaria. And she's like, well, you know, my, my family has a house in Spain and I spent summers in Spain. Sometimes I even went to school in Spain. Like we were but back But you were forth. not born there. It's different. It's like you... I was born in Jamaica, and I know a lot of people that they were born in different parts of the world, but their heritage is Jamaican, and so they would come back to Jamaica, go to school, stay with family, and they would vacation and do all of that type of stuff. But don't go around parading, I'm a Jamaican-born, because you're not. You are not. You are of Jamaican descent. So if your history or lineage is from Spain, say that. My family's from Spain. I lived there for a while when I was younger. I don't even think the family's from Spain. Makes it even worse. Just be like... That's what I mean. Be honest. Be like, I'm from Boston, but I spent a lot of time in Spain and I really have a great attachment to it. So yeah, everyone's pissed off because it it's kind of seems like she's built she's built this brand on cultural appropriation. Yeah, Alaria Baldwin, this Spanish woman. From freaking Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. It's did she like did she fake an accent too? I don't know if she faked an accent. But do you remember that Rachel Dolezal girl who was uh Oh, trying to be play black? Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's just like, oh I love Spanish culture, so you know, and I spent a lot of time in Spain. So now I'm Spanish. It's Trash. Like, no. And then building a whole brand off of that. I was I was watching the view and, and Sunny was saying you know she's she's like taking money out of the hands of Spanish women right because a lot in a of way t- like okay. you're taking up you're taking up space and that's what we talk about when we say cultural appropriation it's not like we don't want you to appreciate what we do culturally but when you appropriate it you're literally going out to say I am something I'm not and you're be you're being paid for it you're yeah. being booked because of it yeah while someone who's actually from spain could have gotten a job that you got and right now there's only so many spots for hispanic women i think she was even on the cover of a magazine and the magazine called her like hispanic woman of the year or something oh my god they need, like, they need it, to take back all of those type of things from you her. wouldn't think like okay tell the editor of the magazine like maybe don't call it that but no, because she was parading around. I was I followed this girl on social media who like does celebrity news sometimes, and she was talking about how when you Googled Alaria Baldwin, it was like birthplace, birthplace, blah blah blah, Spain. Wow. And then like 
a few days after the scandal, it changed to birthplace Boston, Massachusetts. Wow. I'm. How did we not? How did nobody know this? I think just because she's not like a huge star. So she's just the wife of. Yeah. So people haven't looked into her background that much until now. And I'm guessing that she could have easily said, I was born there, but I grew up in America. So that's why all my documents say have an American address as a kid or something. Yeah, exactly. That's trash. I hate culture people who culture vultures. I hate them. Yeah. But talking about people I hate, people who culturally appropriate and people who are just disgusting, racist, um, people who don't like you because you're different. This guy, he is a football coach at the University of Tennessee in Chattanooga. And he was fired for making some really disgusting tweets about Stacey Abrams. What did he say? Now, this is one of the tweets. I'm going to read it. Congratulations to the state of Georgia and Fat Albert at Stacey Abrams because you have truly shown America the true works of cheating in an election. Oh Again, my God. Enjoy the buffet, big girl. You earned it. Hope the money was good. Still not governor. Oh my God. Like, he was fat shaming her. People really think they can just say wild shit online? You get... What would possess you to say that? And no repercussions. If 2020 has taught you anything, it's this. You don't have to be a politician to get fired for saying dumb shit online. Oh, absolutely. Like, companies right now do not want anything to do with bigots and racists. So if you are either and you feel like you want to share that with the world, you will lose your job. Yeah. Right now, people are super into supporting companies that their values match up with um, your own values. Of course. So when they find that out, there's um, employees that are sketchy as hell. They need to get them out quickly because they don't want to lose business. For sure. I'm glad he got fired with the quickness because that was disgusting. Calling her Fat Albert, first of all... Yeah, she is a thicker lady, but why are you fat shaming her? And calling her Fat Albert is like, Fat Albert's a man. Exactly. What does her personal appearance have to do with your political views? Absolutely freaking nothing. Did you see that girl, um, the interview with Gail King? Oh God, that interview was so fun to watch. So there's this girl <laughs> who, I guess she was on vacation, I want to say in New York, she was at a hotel, she lost her phone, thought someone stole it. She tells the hotel people while they're looking around for it. She just decides to accost whoever is walking in the lobby and accuse them of stealing it. So this one, there's a black father and a black son, and she goes after the black son like, you stole my phone, da 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 Of course, the black son is not entertaining her because he didn't steal anything. So This kid is 14 years old. The black son is 14. This woman is 22 and i say woman because when you're 22 you're not a kid yeah you're a freaking adult so the the young guy's father recorded it of course the video went viral she goes on cbs um this morning to interview with gail king she has her lawyer there with her first of all she's wearing a baseball cap that says daddy on it so obviously you know she's taking the situation seriously very and then she basically says to gail 
I apologize. Why can't we get over it? You know, I was just doing my due diligence, you know, asking people in the lobby about their phone. It's like, no, you basically jumped on this guy. Like there's a video, there's video footage of her tackling the 14 year old boy to the ground. And then, and then she says something about, well, he, he threw me or something like no, that. No, she was trying to say, well, you didn't talk about when the father threw me. I'm like, of course the father's going to drag your ass off of his son. Because you're attacking his son. You attacked first. And when Gail is trying to have her understand, she's like, well, I don't see how this is, has anything to do with race. I'm just a 20, I'm just a girl tr- lost. You have to understand, I'm a girl. I'm a girl and I'm lost and I don't I'm have my phone. I'm an white woman and I don't have my phone that has all my addresses and contacts and I'm, I'm in like, a, a city that's not my own. I'm like, you're a fucking grown ass woman trying to play. I hate when people try to play the victim. You'll have like a 26 year old man who did some fucked up shit and he's like, I'm just a boy. Like, really? I know. And she basically said to Gail, like, how would you feel if you're in a strange city and you lose your phone? That is your lifeline to everything. Gail's like, I don't know, like, pick up a laptop and Google, like, a number for somebody that I know. Like, what is it? It's not Just because you lose your phone, it doesn't mean that you start attacking everybody in a desperate attempt to find it. And there are reports that the phone was not even at the hotel. Reports say that an Uber driver returned her phone. So, you didn't even know where the F you left your damn phone. Imagine losing your phone and you assume that the black guy near you in the lobby stole it and i would never assume it was stolen i'd be like oh shit i I forgot it in the uber let me call the uber company right but immediately she just decided to attack these people and she doesn't see the implication of race she thinks i'm just trying to find my phone but i'm pretty sure these were not the only people leaving the hotel but you you were dead set on trying to get your phone from this black family exactly i find it hard to believe that they were the only people in the lobby. And at this point, how important is this phone? Your exactly. phone has a lock on it. If you lose your phone, there's always like a bunch. Find my iPhone. All of these type of things. I don't know what type of phone you have, but there are different ways to go about it. And then she basically like, Gail was talking and she like held her hand up to Gail, like telling her to... Oh, t- she did the whole open palm, close palm thing, like... Like Gail stopped talking. You remember that that video of the this white woman that pushed her head through the car window and said, you need to calm down. You need <laughs> to calm down. And she was like with her hands. That's pretty much what she told Gail. She's like, okay, Gail, enough. Yeah, I think part two of the interview, maybe it airs on Monday or something like that, but we only saw the first part of it. But it was just so ridiculous. It's it like, was so hard to watch. You are not taking accountability for the situation whatsoever. Gail said before the interview even started rolling... The lawyer was like, you might want to take that hat off. It's a bad look. The lawyer was trying to like Prep get her, her to not yeah. answer questions in the way that she was answering it. Tell her to like be calm about it. She was just so much attitude and entitlement. And the interview actually happened before she ended up getting arrested because of what the police saw on the videotape. So I guess she was back home in California or wherever she's from. Yeah, she was back in some sunny city. And police city. Uh, arrested her. She got arrested at a traffic traffic stop. Perfect. I hope she spends some time behind bars. And I need people to understand that you cannot just assume someone stole something from you because they look different. And she might not think in that moment, I was assuming they stole it because they're black. 
but there is racial implications to doing stupid shit like that. Yeah, people people are like, oh, well, I'm not racist, but everybody has an unconscious bias because of the way the media depicts certain groups of people. So even if you think you're not a racist person, you but you were are. standing in that lobby and you turn to the black person first, just subconsciously, you need to wake up and see that subconscious. But that's another lesson and that's something y'all got to learn on your own because it's not or freaking responsibility to teach you mm. and on that note 2021 is starting off real trashy i think it's only gonna get, gonna get trashier like i said the political stuff is going to continue at least towards the end of the month and then after biden becomes president of course people are gonna wonder what is donald trump up to next he already got banned from twitter and facebook and all these other social network sites so oh, uh, is he I... launching his own platform what platform is going to have him he still has a lot of followers. He still does. He can easily launch another platform where all these supremacists can go and make plans to take over freaking America, which is not good. <laughs> we need to know what they're talking about, number one. And number two, I believe there is a country that has a warrant for his arrest out currently. Oh, that's fun. So as the president, uh, well, he's no longer the president, so he doesn't have immunity. They can actually arrest him. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, there's eternity, uh, eternity, attorney general of the Southern District of New York who is still investigating him. And because there's certain like um, legalities that like can't be broached when you're president, I believe they're waiting for him to not be president to come out and say we're charging him with this, this, this and this. So we'll see what happens with that as well. There's a lot that's going on. I mean, they're still trying to impeach him before they get him out of office. At this point, I'm like, I don't even give a damn. Well, the thing is, if I think if he gets impeached and actually removed from office, like if it, because the last time it only got approved in what, like the House of Representatives, but yeah. not the Senate. If it gets approved in both, then he'll be impeached for a second time and removed from office, which means he cannot run for president in again the in four years. And I really hope that happens. You guys have a week to impeach him. Literally one week. But it's hard because the Senate is like... 50% Democrat and 50% Republican. However, now, because they attacked the freaking Senate the other day, a lot of them are no longer on his side. They're not voting for him. Yeah, but it's still, there's still going to be some people, they have to get every single Democrat to vote to remove him from office. Which is Plus not hard. Plus Kamala Harris is like the deciding vote. Which is not hard to do. I don't know. They need to get on top of this ASAP. No Rocky. <laughs> don't forget to like comment subscribe wherever you're listening to this on and we'll talk to you guys next week bye